This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 497. And the quote of the day is, it takes a wise man to learn from his mistakes, but an even wiser man to learn from others. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, 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 what's happening? Nick Ruffini here, episode 497 of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. Thanks for being here, and if this is the first time listening, thank you. I appreciate you, and let me know you know, where you found out about the podcast. I'm always interested to hear where people are hearing about the podcast. And if you've been here for a while, thanks for being here. I appreciate you as well. But if you've been here for a while and you haven't left a rating or a review on iTunes, my question is, why not? Do me a favor. Go to iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. And that makes me feel good. That makes you feel good because you did something for someone else and it doesn't cost you anything. And yep, this is a guilt trip right now. If you haven't, do me a favor. Come on. I've done almost 500 episodes. Leave a rating, leave a review. I'll appreciate you. And you know, these episodes are 100% free. They always will be, but we have supporters who support the podcast to keep the lights on here at Drummer's Resource. One of them being Dream Symbols, who've been advertising on the podcast for a very long time. And I love working with them because one... The main thing, I believe in the product. They make amazing symbols that don't break the bank. And if you don't believe me, go check them out. They are just top-notch symbols, and they're way cheaper than everyone else's symbols. And two, and almost more importantly for me, I think more importantly, is they are a really great group of people over there. They're, they're, they really care about their artists. They really care about the craft of symbol making. They really care about getting these pies into the hands of people and not charging them an arm and a leg for them. So just do yourself a favor. Check them out. Go to dreamsymbols.com. I promise you, you will be pleasantly surprised, not only by the sound, but also by the price tag. Check them out, dreamsymbols.com. All right, so let's get into it. So you know that once in a while I do these Q&Ds, these quick and dirties here on Fridays to talk about a particular thing that has come up, whether it be that I'm talking to someone on the podcast about or in a conversation. And I had this conversation yesterday and I wanted to make a podcast about it. And this is really the, the best piece of career advice that I'd ever received in my entire life. And it was from my mentor at the time. His name was Glenn Farrakhan. His name is Glenn Farrakhone, amazing drummer, producer, engineer. And I was already in a band for about 12 years or so. And as that band started to slow down, my gigs started to slow down as well. And the other, other gigs weren't popping up. So I wasn't getting a lot of freelance work. Uh, there, you know, the phone wasn't ringing for a couple of reasons. One, I had been in this band for so long and, and my main, that was my focus. So a lot of people weren't calling to hire me because they knew that that's the band that I played in and that's sort of all that I did. And I did a little bit of side work, but my, the main thing was this band because it took up most of my time. The second thing was I wasn't necessarily out there hustling for gigs and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to get more gigs at the time. And the third thing was I wasn't particularly fond of doing the sideman thing. I wanted to have, I liked the band that I was in. And so I wanted to either, you know, have my own band or maybe I was just less interested in doing the, the sideman thing. And I ended up doing the sideman thing for, for a little while. And it, it was fun while while I was doing it. And then it became not fun and I didn't quite enjoy it. So, uh, so I'd, stop doing the sideband thing. And 
But the best piece of advice we were, I was, he had a studio where I would go and he let me practice there. And we were just having a glass of wine one night and we're having a conversation and I was talking about gigs and I was like, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing less gigs. I'm not gigging as much as I want to be. And he said, well, then why don't you just start another band? Why don't you start your own project? Why don't, why are you sitting around waiting for the phone to ring? And I, at the time I was like, well, I'm not really doing that. You know, I'm, I'm still playing in this one band and 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 he said, yeah, but you're not going out and, and getting more gigs. And whether it be with a different band, whether it be as a solo project, whether it be, you know, as a, uh, as a, you know, as a band leader, whatever it is, you're, you're not going out and getting your own gigs. And until you do that, you are going to be sitting by the phone waiting and hoping that someone calls you for a gig. And it was a really simple piece of advice, but it was really eye opening and really changed the course of my entire career. And I said, all right, so where do I start? And he was like, book a gig. And I said, yeah, I don't have a band. I don't know tunes. You know, I don't, we don't, we don't have any song repertoire, nothing. He was like, doesn't matter. Go book a gig somewhere, put the band together. I'm like, okay, what do I call it? He's like, doesn't matter. Call it the Nick Ruffini project. It doesn't matter. And then go hire people. People are musicians. They will let you hire them and you can go and take, you know, hire specific people to play specific things. Be like, here's the songs that we want to play and show up and play the gigs. And if you can continuously book gigs, then you will continue to work and you'll work as much as you want with who you want to work with, when you want to work, how much you'll do the gigs that you want to do. You won't do the gigs that you don't want to do. You'll get paid as much money as you want to get paid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I started that. I started this thing called the Nick Ruffini Project. And the way that it started was I booked a night at a, you know, a Thursday night at a club that I used to play or that I was playing sort of regularly. And no one showed up. There was like six people there, you know, but then six turned into eight, turned into 12, turned into 15. And then it became this, this residency that we were doing every Thursday and we were doing an open mic night. And so I had more players coming in and started to, you know, meet other people who were coming in and other projects came out of that. But as I was doing all this, then I put out a solo record and all because of the advice of Glenn, he said, you should put it, put out your own record. And then you can hire the people that you want to play on the record. So then I, you know, I, we wrote this record. I wrote it with Johnny Francesco, and we put the record together, hired the people who we wanted to play on the record. And then when I started to, when I wanted to play gigs, I hired all the people that played on the record. And then from there, they started hiring me for their gigs. And all of a sudden I have a solo career. And my record does really well, but then I have all of these relationships that led to a lot more gigs. So I was playing with Pat Bianchi, the organ player. I was playing with with Johnny DeFrancesco. I was playing with uh, Paul Kleinfelter and Rich Badessa, all amazing, amazing musicians who I'd wanted to play with for years, and now I'd had the opportunity. And it all goes back to that simple piece of advice of go out and get your own gigs. Hey, if you haven't already, do yourself a favor and check out Sweetwater for all your instrument and pro audio needs. I've been dealing with them for more than 15 years, and let me tell you, there's nobody better. They have great customer service, they have a huge selection, and best of all, 
July is drum month. So that means they're going to have a lot of financing options, price drops, exclusive offers. They're giving away a bunch of kits. There's a ton of stuff going on for drum month. And all month, I'll be filling you in with all the stuff that they're offering. But for now, just do yourself a favor. Go to Sweetwater.com. Check out their selection, and once you deal with them directly, you get a first-hand look at what their customer service is like, and they let you know that they really love musicians. Maybe they love drummers a little bit more. (laughs) Check them out. Go to Sweetwater.com. So many times, we, you know, I'm speaking from experience, drummers, we think of ourselves as as a side act. We think of ourselves as a hired gun that doesn't work unless someone calls us to do a gig. And that's the case if you let it be the case. And more times than not, guitar players are out there hustling, getting their own gigs. Singers are out there getting their own gigs. Piano players are out there getting their own gigs. But for some reason, we have this mental block as drummers that we cannot go out and start our own band and book our own gigs. The one part I will say that's hard is getting or being a band leader behind the kit. That's that it's a little bit difficult to to wrap your brain around, but if you have other people in the band who you trust, you can actually assign a band leader or an MD, a music director to run the band from the stage if you want to. But why even let that get in the way? Like book the gigs first, find the people first. So that would be my suggestion is start your own project. It doesn't, let me, let me uh, hit the pause button. And because I know the first thing that, that you're thinking, well, I don't know who to get, or I don't know what songs we're going to play, or I don't know this, or I don't know that. That's great. You can look at all those negative things and and talk yourself into how it's not going to work, or you can go the other way and say, okay, how can I figure this out? So the initial gig may be all covers and that's fine. Just starting to put a group of people together to play with is step number one. So if you have a relationship with any venue in your area, just go to them and say, hey, on a Tuesday night, can I come in here and just and play some music? And you hire the people that you wanna that you wanna play with, put a song list together and go play the gig. And that's it. And it's it's a lot easier than you think it is. And from there you can start to develop your your core of people that you hire. And you don't always have to use the same bass player and the same guitar player and the same just you know, keep the, I suggest keeping the band name the same. So that way that people who like it one time, when they see it on the marquee, they're going to come back and because they remember how good it was. And if you change the name every single time, or if you use everyone's last name and you're using a rotating cast may not be the best idea. So try to keep the band name the same, but just go book a gig, go start taking control of your career. If you don't know how to book gigs, ask someone, plenty of ask me i did it for years years and years i owned a booking agency if you need help with that shoot me an email like it's not as hard as you think pick up the phone start calling venues figure out what you need start you know okay what do you need uh i need an electronic press okay put that together put your press kit together you need a song list let them know what you're going to be playing okay put that together call the venues and figure out what they need from you put those pieces together and get back to them and it's a it's a very step by step one foot in front of the other process but you just have to start. So the next question a lot of people have is where am I going to find people to play with? Who do I who should I hire? Well, one, if there's people in your neighborhood, your area, your city that you like and you like the way they play or you're interested in in developing a relationship with them, hire them. 
go to their gig. Hey man, I'd love to use you for a product or for a project. I'll pay you X amount of dollars for the gig. Are you in? Initially, it may cost you a couple bucks out of pocket, but that's just a that's an investment into your into your band, into your group, into your career. The other thing is, this is actually part of the conversation that I was having yesterday too. Is go out and support other people playing live music. And if you go out and you see a band and you really like the vibe and you like the bass player or you like the keyboard player or or whatever the case may be, talk to them after the show. Hey, you know, I really dug what you had going on. Introduce yourself and just leave it at that. And next time they're playing, go see them again. Start to slowly build that relationship with them. What you don't want to do is after the gig, hey man, sounded great. Oh, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to jam with you sometime. I'm a drummer. Here's my card, you know, whatever. Uh, don't go into it like transactionally, just go in, tell them how much you dug it, you, you know, support them. And then if you see they're playing next week somewhere else or the week after, go see them again, go see them again. You start to build relationships with people. Then you can say, Hey, you know, I'd really love to, to hire you for this, for this project that I'm working on. And they're like, Oh, you know what? This chick's been coming here. You know, she's been coming to three or four gigs and she seems really cool. And, and yeah, I'd, pl- I'd play with her. I'd do a gig with her sure, why not? And they're more likely to say yes. So go out, support the people who you want to support you. Go out and support the people that you want to be in your corner that you think will say yes if you ask them to play with you. And you know, that that to me, there's no other there's no other alternative. You can't sit at home and just hit people up on Instagram all day. You can't sit at home and just wait for the phone to ring. You can't sit at home and just wish that uh, all of a sudden you'll start playing with the people that you want to start playing with. You you know there there's, there may be some sacrifice. You might have to go out on some nights that you don't want to go out. You may have to go do some things that you don't want to do. But in the end, at the end of the day, you're investing in your career and. Going back to the beginning of this episode, that is the best piece of advice I ever received because I always thought of, even though I was the band leader in my in the band that I played in for 12 years, and I started that band, I recruited everyone, I built that band from nothing, and even then, I still was in the mindset as that band was slowing down that I was a sideman, like that I couldn't that I couldn't just go out and start playing with higher caliber people. I couldn't go out and play my own music under my own name. And that was all just limiting beliefs that I had. And if you can get if I can get out of that headspace, you definitely can. So that is, I'm, I got that biggest piece of advice in my career. So I want to give that piece of advice to you. Take control of your career, book your own gigs, Find your own musicians to play in your project. You will have so much more control over the music you play, the people you play with, where you play, how much money you make, how much effort you want to put into it. You don't have to play with a a keyboard player that you don't like anymore because it's your band and you can fire them and you can get someone else. So that's the biggest piece of advice I received. So I want to give it to you. Take control of your career. All right. That's all I got. I hope you dug this quick and dirty. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.